No Catch Up Chicago. What's up, my people? You are listening to No Catch Up Chicago. We focus on Chicago news first and everything else second. Weekly, the No Catch Up Chicago gang talks Chicago sports, culture, and avoids cornballs by any means necessary. It's done for Chicago and by Chicago. Listen up. What's really good, my people? Welcome in the No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick's in here, of course. It's Tuesday. Yes, sir. We're talking sports. Our favorite co-host, Jamie Litoff, is in the building, has filled in before. How are you, dear? What's up, guys? I'm good. How are you? Great. Look at this. I'm so stoked. Ready. I'm fired up. If you can look at the set right now, you can peep that. We finally filled some props in. Our first show, quick, we wrote on the board. Yep. There will be props. Yep. So now we got a couple in here. Everybody's represented almost. Oh, yeah. Cubs, Sox, bullies are in here. Shout out Benny right here. We'll get Black some more Hawks. bull stuff. Kyle Orton, Mr. <laughs> third and seven, right behind Jamie's yes. shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing. Shout out Autographed. Kyle Orton. Autographed. Autograph. Signed. The, the autograph case. Real signed. That's a rare. It's very rare. This is an artifact. Very rare item. <laughs> Jamie's here, man. So we're going to play a little Where Are We With throughout the show. We're going to talk about Roquan. He's in practice now. Just signed. Wearing number 58. We're going to go to the Cubs. They got mashed today. We're going to talk about where we are with that. We're also going to include some fantasy with the the NFL stuff. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go through uh, some very Cavallari. Hell yeah. Jay Cutler. Jay Cuddy. Anytime we can talk about Jay Cut, I'm on it. Um, and then we're going to close it with some Twitter trending topics to get some hot takes. See what's happening. Let's do it. Let's, do it. Let's get to it. Jamie, first off, I don't know if you knew this. This last couple of days I was in Scottsdale, our favorite place in the world. My favorite place. Like, I go there. I try to get out there once a year. We all got a little Arizona connection, all three of us. I try to get out there at least once a year and hang out and drink and lay in the sun and that's what everyone seems to be there for in the first place. You didn't get a little hike in, get, a little camelback. I did not get a little. <laughs> I didn't PS get a little camelback in, but we did get a little workout in in the morning one of the days. But once the hangover started kicking in, and yeah, the, like the hike the, doesn't sound so good. I'm talking like drinking four or five bottles of water and not going to the bathroom, like like 106 degrees. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. extremely. I, don't know how you I love that August. Scottsdale. I've been there in July. I liked it. I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I go out there every year, and it's usually in the summer, like August, and I hopefully avoid the the yeah. sa- the dust storms and all that shit. But yeah, Get man, that shit, that shit's no joke. Get in the pool. Yeah. There you go. I think the earliest I've ever been out there would be like late August. I've never been out there in the summer like that. I was always gone by the end of May and then got back late August. So yeah, I've never really dealt with the summer out there, but definitely shout out Scottsdale. If you Good haven't time. been to Old Town Scottsdale yeah. to party and literally not worry about anything but kicking it you could do a lot in about a two square block radius sure. you can get yeah. into a lot a lot of trouble so go check you out have to know what you're getting into the first time i went there somebody was like oh do you want to go out when you're there i was like yeah sure and they're like go to this place i'm forgetting the name now but we like pull up and it keeps getting louder and louder and louder and we turn the corner hi-fi that's what it is yes hi-fi. i was picturing like hi-fi cocktail lounge no nah. it's like people pouring out cancun mtv spring break like 
that's no, what you're down no, for. No doors or windows on the whole no, place. You nothing. walk in, kick it. There's lights shooting out Any the side. Any hour of the day. Any hour of the day, yeah. it's lit. I haven't been back since 09, man. Now you guys are making me feel like nostalgic. Oh, my God. Oh, nine. I got to get, get, yeah, I haven't been back since I was done, man. Uh, I haven't. I have not been back to, uh, to no Arizona. No catch-up road man. trip. No catch-up. No catch-up on location. I'm my four years out there, man. I definitely got to get back out there, man. I got some people I need to see. I'd be yeah. down for a no catch-up. Let's do it. I also invited myself onto that. Just like on this podcast. He's still about there. I know he's got he's got the plug out in Arizona always. Yo, low key, I bumped into Holly, one of our homies, Holly. I bumped into him on the Shout street. Out, man, Holly. I bumped into him on the street. I don't know who's out there still, but there's definitely some heads. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was in your least favorite place last week, St. Louis. St. Louis, boo. <laughs> I have to say, I kind of like it a little bit more now. I was there for the PGA Championship, so okay. that was a little mm. better than normal St. Louis. Yeah, lit. But I went out where they are in Kirkwood and Clayton, and there's there's some. Some good stuff. Wait, give us the quick rundown of the atmosphere at the PGA Champ. It, it was, was ridiculous. awesome. I have never seen a practice round that crowded. Like St. Louis came out for the PGA Championship. Yeah, that's what they were saying. I've got a lot. Like else to it come was out insane. <laughs> 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 Definitely still at the bottom of like the Midwest city rankings. But I thought sure. it was cool last week. It was crazy. The crowds were crazy. I was on the ninth green between that and like the tenth tee, so I didn't walk around a ton. But it was like Sunday masters you see on tv like rows and rows of people at the ninth green when tiger came by when ricky came by like they came out and the course looked great and it was awesome yeah the course looked tough man it didn't look that tough if you could go it looked, you it could looked, go off you you can't hit a fairway on your first night i'm about to say it looked tough for tiger off the tee yeah, yeah it I looked mean, real tough for tiger off the tee but yeah dude that was dope well we don't everybody everybody's been talking about tiger for the last three days and i enjoyed every single take absolutely it was and incredible it was I a great sunday looks. man i mean it was disappointing obviously in the end but uh there's nothing like going into a sunday with tiger in the hunt you know oh it brings back God, those yeah. old feelings man you know i was glued to the tv watching golf for six hours it was great, but uh, unfortunately, came it up short. Wasn't, it, it had a different feel to it for me because he was in the hunt, but he wasn't really in the hunt until he started knocking down putts and then putting everything right, right. next to the hole. By then, he was in. Then he was really in the hunt by hole eight, nine. Was you there a time I mean? on Sunday where you thought that he could win? Like truly? Yeah. No. No. Not for me. I truly? wanted to win. I don't. I never. I, I, I you never uh, thought he was Kepka, whatever, win. however you say his last name, he was. He wasn't giving that up. I mean, he had a few he had a few bad holes, but overall, I just felt like he was in control and was ready to win on a Sunday. And I kind of brought this up in our group chat with Tiger. You know, there used to be that fear that if Tiger was behind you on the leaderboard, even a couple a couple strokes, whatever it would be, the fear would come into other golfers and they'd make mistakes. Right? I don't feel like that was there anymore on Sunday. It's I feel not like there yeah, he, they, no one fears him like they did. Whereas before, like Tiger being three strokes down going into Sunday, he might as well be one up. You know okay. what I mean? He's never won a major coming from behind, though. So I mean, I don't know how valid that is. He's never he's never walk, go, gone into Sunday down two or three strokes and come back and won. Right. He's always been leading and just held it on and closed it out. So I don't know. I never. That's but that's a good point. I never felt like, yo, he's getting ready to close this. Yeah, out. it's about to happen. We had a shot though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, there was like, like there, a there was like a glimmer where like it could get done. Well, just, Adam he, Scott kind of he lost it. Yeah. So he, I don't know, he was scared. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so off the tee, off the tee, Tiger just wasn't getting it done. Absolutely, ton of great recovery shots, but off the tee, he was just not not getting it done. All right, we could talk about Tiger Woods forever. <laughs> That's our boy across the yeah. ab- across the board. We talk about that all the time. Roquan Smith signed. Thank you. Is now at practice. Was had his first practice, I think today. Yeah. Earlier today, war number fifty-eight. I love to see him in the 58. Yeah. Shout out Wilbur Marshall. For sure. Um, 
Throw this up for me, Aaron. This is this is the boy. Him and Danny Trevathan, I think, are going to be ridiculous. Like, yeah. if Trevathan can rub a little of that, like, extreme dog. Yeah. Like, Roquan's already a dog. Like, Trevathan. if Trevathan can run that, like, savage off on yeah. him, they're going to be a real, real, real issue. Trevathan is straight savage. You said it right, like, 100%. Roquan's obviously got the talent, but Trevathan has that. I've been in the league for a while. I'm just over here to knock motherfuckers' heads off. Like, I, yeah, he needs to definitely rub that off on Roquan. But Roquan's a beast. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Waste no more time. Get him in there. It's time to get him running with the ones. Let, let, let's see this. It's They're going to let him play week one, right? I would say. If he's in camp now, he's going to play week weeks? one. Yeah, yeah for sure. Weeks, yeah. yeah. Jamie, definitely. where did you stand on the whole situation altogether? Because they brought it up today. And kind of what I was, what I, where I'm standing on it now is I never want to hear about it again. Like, now that it's done, he signed. Like, I don't really care. I don't now. think he will. Either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where did you stand, like, when it was happening, though? Oh, did I was you? always on his side. Yeah. I'm on the player. You can't really be on the NFL on the team side now. I don't know. I think that's hard. I even The leaks they came out with, it just wasn't right. And the players have to take care of themselves now. That's really all they can do. So I was on Team Roquan. No, I mean, you sure. ha- they have to. Yeah. 100%. With the team having this fifth-year option, the team has every single advantage across the board in, in every aspect. Like, at least let me get – let me at least guarantee you my, my 18. Like, can I at least get my 18 right. for sure? Well, and for – the whole thing was a, a gray area. That was my thing. Yeah. Even when they said, oh, it's about off-field issues, which was like a super unclear bearsy type leak – even then, like, okay, let's define that a little bit further. He's just trying to take care of himself in a gray area, and their whole argument was like, well, we've never enforced that. Well, okay, then take it out the contract. Exactly. I don't know. Facts. And, and the NFL, NFL players know they got the worst deal in professional sports, so you 100% have to get what you can I when think, you and can. And I think it's if it hasn't already, I think it's really, 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 really starting to eat at him. Like we can never get paid. Can't get paid. I always have to sit out. Mm-hmm. And you, you guys are on our on our head about every single detail of the contract. Meanwhile, NBA players are literally requesting where they want to go yeah. and getting 160 million. And, and every they summer they watch they these want. NBA contracts blow up, and they know that a mid level NBA player makes what a top level NFL player makes. It's crazy. So I, I think it's really starting to get down to the point where like I don't care. Like Aaron Donald. I don't Don't care. show up. I'm not coming. Not coming. Like, period. Forget well, about Roquan it. Roquan had no leverage. The team had all the leverage. What do the Bears care, really, if they don't have to pay him and they roll out with Nick Kwiatkowski or whatever? Like, yeah. they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I guess that's true. And that's they're, like, true. what are, are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. So they'll come back next year, try to sign him this year. Like, he didn't have any leverage. So respect to him for going after it. I don't know. This is This was his time to try it. Do we know if he ended up get what 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 offset nah, language were, they end up including, or are they just keeping keep quiet they about that? Word, yeah. That's some bear shit. For Four you year, too. eighteen million, eleven million of it is then like a big, it's like the bonus piece <laughs> of it. Um, I'm just happy he's in camp. Hundred percent. He's gonna get after it. He's gonna be a monster. We've been saying that since the start. Well, here's what I think. Yeah. I think Ryan Pace is a doofus. Like, I think that is the root of all of this, is that Ryan Pace is kind of a moron, and everyone knows it. You think CAA is trying that with the Patriots? Not at all. No. They were like, hmm, who got fleeced in the Mitch Trubisky trade-up? Who doesn't know what's going on? Let's try this with him. How, but how much of that, to play devil's advocate, how much of that is Pace hearing from um, from ownership? Like, this is what you're doing, bro. Don't touch this. I don't Like, does he? Ha- I don't think Pace has that final call. Because I think Pace, from what I can tell, He's gung ho about everyone he drafts. I, I think he would kind of be more towards trying to get him in camp as soon as possible. 
before worrying about those details. You know what I think the opposite. I think he's trying to be to not be the GM that gave that up. Then it's like another thing to add to the list on Ryan Pace that he gave up on. Yeah, too many draft point. picks for Mitch Trubisky. It's the San Francisco. The CAA thing, he's the only one. He lets that his gave linebackers run around and smash everybody. Smash everybody. And still get yeah. paid, suspended. This guy pays is the joke. <laughs> so you're on the too much, giving up too much for Trubisky boat. No, too, I'm right? not really. I think it's fine. <laughs> no, if he's good, it doesn't matter. I just think it's an example. I talked if about he, it last year when it happened. You were 100% for You're like, if that's your guy, you go up and get him by any means. If that's your guy, you go get it. 100%. But you still gave up too much. Yeah, especially with a team with that many yeah. holes. Yeah, I mean, you like if that's your guy, I'd rather you go get your guy if you think he's going to be good. Because at the end of the day, that's his job. That's his yeah. career at, yeah. at the end of the day. Like, he's banking his career on Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky also buys him a little bit of time, though. When you draft the that's quarterback. The other thing. Yeah, when you draft the quarterback, you get a couple extra years to watch that guy develop. I think he's been buying time for four years. He bought time with John Fox. 100%. Yeah. Instead of going Fox. out there and, like, get a coach that's going to work for you, he bought himself two years with that. He bought himself time by saying he's not starting Mitch Trubisky right away. Go out there and start Mitch Trubisky right away and see what he can do. Hey, whatever you do, don't start Mike Glenn. That, right yeah. Away. Why Mike Glennon? Never. Who still has a job, by the way? Yeah. Acting like he's gonna sit and learn from like Aaron Rodgers, like he did with Brett Favre. Yeah, no, we have Mike Glennon. You're learning Put from Mitch another Trubisky backup quarterback. There. Exactly. I think he's just been buying himself time this whole past couple of years. Would, I kind of thought he had only had like two drafts, and I looked, and he's had four. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where are all these players? You would think like, oh, we're really in like the infancy of was, this. Kevin rebuild. White was his first drafts. pick, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's still draft, paying yeah. for that Kevin White pick. But I even like you, there's no like six, seventh rounders that, nah. are, that turned out to be really good. It's four drafts. It's not two. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a, I'm that's not a, team Ryan solid, Pace. Solid 20 <laughs> players. We had some solid yeah. rookies last year. Well, Eddie Jackson was solid. Players. We had some guys that were decent last year. But you're right. A lot of his top picks have not panned out. I mean, he's got a lot riding on Leonard Floyd again this year. And you know, Mitch Floyd Trubisky. needs to come through. Obviously, Trubisky. But, you know, those guys really need to come through. Else, you're looking at you're the You're not going to bring up Baby Gronk? Who, uh, Adam Shaheen? <laughs> The dude from what was he You're from? Not talk he was, about he was, he was playing at Oakland Community Ashland, College, right? Ashland University. The same, they played against Oakland, I think, in September. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that dude looks decent. I get it. He's a great athlete. That's a big swing. You took him in the second round, but Ashland, he was a third. He was a, a Division three player. Come on, man! Don't give me that baby Gronk shit. That's what they called him, bro. I'm just yeah, telling you what they called him. The Anybody looks like baby Gronk playing against Moraine Valley Community College. <laughs> Is there anyone in the league? I guess this is a two-part question. Anyone in the league that you compare Roquan to or he reminds you of? And what about them together, him and Danny Trevathan? Anybody off the top of your head? I don't mean to put you on the spot. Derek Brooks. It's a great comparison. Derek Brooks. Not in the league anymore, but kind of that linebacker that's going to get you 130 tackles, flies all over the field. It's kind of like the anchor of that defense. Um that's that's your best case scenario for Roquan. That kind of that, yeah, exactly. That super fast sideline to sideline linebacker making plays all over. Again, watch the film in Georgia if you haven't watched a lot of Roquan. All over, over the, place, the place, flying bro. to the ball, ready to make a play, especially in the Rose Bowl. Check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So I read this article today about because I was wondering how involved like Roquan Roquan was in this whole thing. Like because obviously he went to the press conference and was like us between yeah. my agent and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and Ryan Pace. So Mr. Pace. That's fine. That's what he should say. But I was like, has he just been sitting at home being like, tell me when to show up? How involved has he been? And I read this whole thing about how he's like actually been on the forefront of these kind of negotiations since high school. He never signed a letter of intent. He was supposed to go to UCLA and he never signed a letter of intent and everyone else did. And that really screws you. You can't change your mind and you're an 18 year old kid. And then the person who recruited him to UCLA uh, went to the NFL. So then he got reconnected with Georgia. And because he didn't sign a letter of intent, he got to go to Georgia. So he's kind of been involved in this kind of stuff. And that's really his call. I mean, you're in high school. He didn't yeah. have CAA being like, don't sign don't that. Sign. So I, I mean, I just thought it was interesting, like whether or not he is actually a part of this or he's just waiting to show up. He don't sign shit, huh? No, he doesn't sign <laughs> shit. I mean, again, I don't, card don't sign I don't think these players are stupid. I think they yeah. know they're getting a raw deal going into the NFL regardless, you know, especially at a position like linebacker where your career can be over like that, a lot of head trauma, whatever it might be. I mean, these guys aren't stupid. You got to get everything that you can. And with a company like CAA behind them that knows the deal, of course they're pushing that. But I think if he goes to his agents and like, I want to sign the contract right now, I don't care what they put in front of me. I think at that point they would sign it. So I think of he course. does have to have some say in it yeah, for sure. Of course. What yeah. do you think the, the rest of the locker room thinks? Because at the beginning, I'm like, they're like, you take care of yourself. It's a business. You do yeah, you. I think, I think that's where they're at. And then so many yeah. other people are like, oh, they're not going to respect him, holding out, thinking that he's something. But I don't think so. I think they don't respect guys who hold out for no real reason. But, I mean, I think that he had a legitimate reason. I mean, he's fighting for his guarantee money. And I think they got to respect that 100%. I, I think they got to respect that, man. I mean. Well, and they yeah. were saying the stuff that was in his contract that he was disputing is in Mitch Trubisky's, is in Leonard Floyd's yeah, contract. Is. So, yeah. I don't know. about that last week. Yeah. yeah, but wasn't part of it also, I mean, I know there was some off-the-field stuff, but wasn't part of it on-the-field stuff? Mitchell Trubisky isn't worried about getting his money taken yeah, away because he, he went helmet to helmet with somebody. Yeah. But it was still a little bit of it was still a little it was still kind of the similar language. Right. Like, and also we, we don't can take really your know. guaranteed money kind of whenever we feel like it, if we feel like it type of thing. But as far as I know, Roquan Smith has never had any problems at Georgia. He's a good kid. Right. So I mean I understand if it's a guy who's risky. You know, I mean, if you take Vontez Perfect, yeah, you probably want to put that language in the contract. But uh, Vontez, shut up, Vontez. He's a Sun Devil too. Great backer. Uh, love that guy, man. He's just a little bit crazy, but he's I like backer. that. He's a he's, backer's he's, backer. He's a backer's if backer. If he played in like the seventies, he's a Hall of Famer. A hundred percent. He might be a Hall of Famer now if he can stay on the field. Um, he's, a, he's an animal. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't think you know. Yeah, I think I don't think anybody's worried about it. it. They don't care. They don't. I it agree. doesn't matter. Yo. That Derek Brooks comparison, I love that. That's why I'm sure. here. Yeah, that was very, very, very well done, sir. That's why I'm here. <laughs> All right. A little bit of where are we with. Where are we with fantasy football? Because I have the Bears projections. They kind of, they just, they basically projected fantasy points. But then, obviously, the points are based off stats and all that stuff. So, we're going to go through some of the projected stat lines for Tariq Cohen, Mitchell Trubisky, Allen Robinson, etc. Um, but where are we with fantasy football as a whole? Jamie, let's go. Okay, okay, um, I do it. I do it to talk about it, I would say. Yeah. Uh, we have like a league of girls that we play with at work. So I always do that, and I haven't won, and I'm pretty salty about it. But I don't know. I'm not that serious about it. I find it more annoying when I'm just like trying to watch football. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I kind of do it for the social aspect, but I don't get all crazy into it. Like, I'm not going to go to a fantasy football convention or, 
People get really into it. You know people what I mean? People do mock drafts. Uh, yeah. People that, that I work with do mock drafts. Yeah, that's like, do mock no, drafts. hell no. no that's that's, like, that's intense. It's really, I, the, sitting through the fantasy draft is enough <laughs> for me. Like the fantasy draft is cool for the first hour when everybody's having a good time and making good picks. Like the end of the fantasy draft is yeah. one of one of the worst times in your life. Like as it starts to boil down, it's just not fun. You're just throwing shit at the wall. I'm you just, just want yeah. it to be over. I'm just, have not don't been do into it. it, have never been into yeah. it. And I don't know what it is because I'm a big sports guy. I'm a big football guy. I'm a big all that stuff. And I've just never been into fantasy football. I think what it really boils down to is that I've always put a little wager here and there on games. So I don't really care who scores touchdowns. Like, yeah. I don't really care what player does it. If you cover the spread, I don't care if the kicker scored. Like, that didn't mean shit to me about like who scored the fantasy points. Right. So I've just never been into it. But well, yeah, we, we yeah. have to pick them too. I mean, the pick them yeah. is a, the pick them to that, me is a lot no, more exciting I'm, than fantasy I'm football. Way into the pick them. But again, man, there's a social aspect of fantasy football that's fun. I mean, it's a good chance. Like you know, for our league, there's like what 14 or 15 of us. We don't always talk all the time, but got a good email thread going, got a group right. group message going. You know, there's some shit talking during the draft. Like that part of it's cool, but. I'll put it this way. I don't think about fantasy football till Sunday morning when I'm setting my lineups. It's not like an all-week type thing where I'm just talking about my fantasy team or anything like that. I couldn't even tell you who I had last year. I kind of hate it because I like team fandom. Like, I like people that are like, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm a Bears fan, whatever. And then you have all these people now that are like, oh, I just only care if this person scores or if yeah. this happens. And that's just not how I like to watch football. I did draft Kaepernick last year, though. <laughs> that was amazing. It's always got a spot on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, Aaron, hook me up. I'm about to. All right, so we're going to go through some of these projections, right? So, you know, Matt Barry, they're on ESPN, they're doing this 24 hour, 30 hour yeah. fantasy. I watched part yeah, of that yesterday. That's, that's just weird. Yeah, it's like, it's weird. Yo, it's literally like three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep because I was trying to reset from Scottsdale. And I was up at like three o'clock and it was live. Like Field Yates is out there talking like Field they're Yates. like yeah they're like <laughs> sitting down on a couch and they're like talking about fantasy stuff it's yeah. just like endless right so I saw they had the projections up for each team so I'm like let me pull up the Bears and let me see what they're gonna do right let's just go top to bottom Jordan Howard projection just over a thousand yards and seven touchdowns. That seems a little low to me. Where you guys, how you guys feel about that? 240, 240 rushes, just over 1,000 yards. They have him at 1023, seven touchdowns. Basically, twelve like 1,250 total yards. I, I, I don't, how do you even. Where do you start? How do they get that? Yeah, I mean, I guess, sure, like 1,000-yard rusher. I don't. I don't know what would cause him to dip from last year, unless you plan on you as in Cohen a lot more out of the backfield as a runner. I, I mean, think we're just going to be throwing it a lot. Yeah, more, I think yeah. we're going to be throwing the ball a lot more. So maybe that's where he loses his. We 40 say that carries every from. year, though. Yeah, and then every year. No, this whole staff is throwing the rock, though. I don't know, I man. So. It still starts with running the football. Like I, I don't. I hate to keep harping on this, man, but we need to pump the brakes on some of this shit. Like, it's going to start with running the football with your young quarterback. Don't go out there and ask him to throw the ball 40 times a game and think that good things are going to happen. But Alex Smith used to throw it 40 times and throw it for 220. What, those you Andy Reid systems? This is what, well, this is what we're running, Alex Smith had a yeah. great year last year. He was the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, no. I, but that's what, what I'm saying. But he's also been in the NFL like, for 10 years can, at that point in time. You can throw the ball 
more than you're running it, and they're almost like running plays. You feel me? Yeah. I'm not. I don't want. I, of course, I don't want him to drop back. You don't want him throwing going deep. And thirty go, times yeah, a going game. ten to fifteen yards down the field thirty five times. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean that sounds right for Howard. What about Jerry? Think that's, think that's about accurate. I think so. Because then Seven they have touchdowns. Because they only have they have Tariq Cohen with like almost eight hundred total yards. Total yards, not total yards. Yeah, yeah. receiving and running. They have him getting 80 carries. I don't see that. Tariq Cohen? Yeah, I don't see Tariq Cohen getting 80 he carries. He had 87 last year. I don't care. He doesn't, they're going to be, they're <laughs> going to be, they're going to be throwing him the rock at all costs. They're going to be using him a lot of different, it depends on how they use him. How man. much less is that from last year for Jordan Howard? So Jordan Howard last year had 276 rushes. They're projecting 240. And then last year, Tariq had 87 rushes. So two less carries per game is what that breaks down yeah. to. Well, having healthy wide receivers, I think that that's the description. True. We didn't. We didn't have any. Now we do. If Tariq Cohen doesn't run the ball in between the tackles one time, I wouldn't have a problem with that. That's fine. He should never run the ball in between the tackles. If it's not a draw, he should never see the ball in between the tackles. But yeah. John Fox, they were giving him the ball between the tackles last year. That was John Fox. This is what I'm saying. They, they couldn't, like Jamie said, they had no receivers to throw yeah. the ball to. They so, I mean, choice. you're pretty much it. It was just awful. I mean, the receiving, it, it's hard to overstate how bad our receiving core was last year by the end of the year. Allen Robinson, speaking of receiving cores, 73 catches, about 1050 receiving, seven touchdowns. That seems like that'd be a solid year for me. That'd be a solid year. You would hope he'd have more than seven touchdowns if you're throwing the ball like that. Yeah, I think seven touchdowns might be low because where are the rest of the receiving touchdowns going to come from? Yeah, but seven touchdowns is nothing to sneeze at nowadays. It's not like the old days, man, when he was like 16, 17 touchdowns. Well, AB, had like, AB had like 16. Okay. I know, but he's at the top. Don't I, even, I don't want to hear. Don't even. I, I knew you were going to say I understand that. that. AB is AB, though. What's his face? Julio, even Julio's getting like six touchdowns. And that's a problem. They were talking, speaking of your fantasy show yesterday, they were talking that's about that's saying. a problem. And that's with Matt Ryan. So, I mean, yeah. But that's, what, seven, and that's yeah. with Matt Ryan. Yeah, and seven. they're throwing the ball a lot. You feel me? Yeah, I would. Yeah. So, I mean, if, it, if we can get him seven tutties, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'd probably venture him closer to 10 touchdowns, though, man. But, yeah. Troy Burton. I think he's going to have a sick year. But I'm so high on our whole team, though. <laughs> but that's, that's going to come at the expense of Shaheen, though, isn't it? Because if you want to develop, eventually your second-round pick has to play. And right? And last year he didn't. Me? Last yeah. year, he didn't get a lot of runs. So this year, I mean, what are you going to do? Wait three years before Shaheen plays? So if he's good, that's going to take away from uh, from uh, yeah. Burton. But the only thing is, with a young quarterback, a tight end's your best friend. Shaheen shouldn't even play. He should barely play. Why? Why would he? Why wouldn't he? Because, first off, how much are is kept this, the ta- like the Kansas City type of offense? Kels- Travis, Kel- Travis Kelsey Travis was a beast. Be our Travis Kelsey. Not Shaheen. So, so then what's the point of having Shaheen then? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, like, but he, he's on the team because we just drafted him and we're trying to see what he can do still. So we got to see what he can do. I mean, oh, sacrifice Trey Burton snaps just to see what yeah. Shaheen could do. Yeah, for sure. Because Shaheen's a young to... player that you're trying to develop. Isn't that the point? So, I mean, if you about... don't see Shaheen this year, when, when are you going to see him? Yeah, yeah. when are you going to see him? 
I, you know what? I'm going to see him in practice, and I'm going to see Trey Burton will eat all his shit alive, and he does every every single thing better than Adam Shaheen. So I don't I don't play Adam Shaheen. You're talking that, like this why. ten win team shit. Like we need to put the best guys out there, and you're like no, dude, we need to put the guys who we can develop say? the what young did, whoa, players. Whoa, whoa, wait, you just wait. Did you just say we shouldn't be putting the best? No, players we should out absolutely there? be putting the best guys out there, but if not the expense of a young second round pick who might develop into something. What are you gonna sit him on the shelf again for another year, and then maybe hope he can fend your offense? And then in year when three? we need him, which we will, he's not gonna. He's not gonna up. be ready. Yeah, mm. he's a so, downfield threat for just us. Just so I'm understanding this correctly. Yeah, you're understanding. Right? We play. We we give. We need to give Adam Jane some snaps, even if Trey Burden would probably be a better option throughout the year. We need to get. Well, we don't know that. We need to find out that Trey Burden is absolutely a better option throughout the year. And the only way you find that out is by giving Shaheen snaps. Now, if you give him a lot of snaps and he sucks, that's another thing. Great. You have Burden there, right? So you still have a tight end, but you can't just punt on a sucker round pick. You can't figure this out in practice? No. Definitely not. Definitely not. Kind of like we couldn't figure out Mike Glennon was trash in practice and stuff like that. Well, I think they might have figured that. I hope. hope, Yeah, we had. Yeah, I guess. Apparently, they had to see that live. But no, I don't think. I think Shaheen needs. He did not play last year. He had a couple tutties last year when he did get in. He's garbage, dog. Oh Oh, wow! (laughs) Now he's garbage. Anthony Miller. I saw some interesting stats. Yeah, I love him too. Love this guy. I saw some interesting stats about. I know I keep harping on this Kansas City Chiefs, but I really think that Nagy's going to come in and he's going to be Andy Reid Jr. Like he's going to he's going to run exactly what win a lot of regular season games. No, no, no. no, no, But I'm saying like offensive wise. Okay. Like so, what I was reading was the second wide receiver in Kansas City. Like he's just non-existent, right? Like he doesn't get any touches. Like they they're Mm -hmm. throwing it to the backs. They were going to Kelsey. Yeah. They were going to their number one wide receiver. The second wide receiver never saw anything. So. I don't know if Anthony Miller is going to be the number two or, or Taylor Gabriel is going to play the slot. Gabriel's, yeah, Gabriel's like right? a specialist. So yeah, so he's a slot receiver. Anthony Miller may play the two, but we'll see what he does. The big, the big one on here is Mitchell Trubisky. Almost 4,000 yards passing, 23 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Jesus. With 300 yards rushing, basically. That would be a phenomenal year. Yeah, I mean, that's like best case scenario. Not best case scenario, but these are. Who wrote that? These are lofty. Like that's that's lofty, right? That would be a massive improvement, yeah. Okay, if that happens, then I'm back in on Ryan Pace. Yeah, you're taking the under <laughs> on those the passing yards. No, I'm yeah? not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying if I was projecting fantasy football numbers, I wouldn't have Mitch Trubisky at 23 touchdowns. What do you? What would you have him at? Probably somewhere around 18, 17, or 18. One touchdown pass per game, with maybe one game where he has two or three. Yeah, and then the also then he's going to have a couple bad games. He's going to have some bad games. I don't I mean, like that 13 interceptions. And the 13 number. interceptions is kind of low, too. According to this, it'd be 24, 25 total with a couple rushing touchdowns. Yeah, too. that'd be great. That'd be a great year. That'd be man. a wonderful if year. If we could count on that year in his first full year, then we're off and running. And you're talking less than one pick per game at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that would be amazing. I don't see that happening, though. Yeah, then we're off and running. So I, I, I wanted to bring up young Young numbers. quarterbacks throw picks. I mean, it's just a fact of life. Young quarterbacks throw picks. He's going to put them in such a position not to. No one, he, like Alex Smith, how many picks does Alex Smith have in bro, the last three Alex years? Alex Smith has been in the NFL for 11 years, That's bro. true. That's very I true. I mean, he's been in, and he's won games and he's had good years. He's not a great quarterback, but he's a quarterback that you can go to, that you can play 16 regular season games with and he's not going to fuck anything up. But to say that Trubisky is going to be Alex, if Trubisky could be what Alex Smith was last year or the last few years in Kansas City, this year, that would be Trubisky's, phenomenal. Trubisky has a lot of Alex Smith traits 
in my eyes. That's not good. <laughs> you were, what, you were no, just I'm saying, saying he's fine. You were but listen, just, but listen, you were listen, just hyping up Alex No, Smith. I'm not hyping him up. I'm saying he's You're, fine, but I don't want Trubisky to be. I don't want him to. I want him to be better than Alex Smith. He has a higher ceiling than Alex Smith. What I'm saying is Alex Smith is fine, but Trubisky in his year two, right? Trubisky's supposed to be a four or five year project, right? So if he's Alex Smith in year two, like yeah, that's a great scenario. But to say down the line he has he's going to be Alex Smith is not doesn't excite me. Fair. So I guess that's where I'm going at with that. Anything before we before we move on? On Mitch? On yeah, on the overall yeah, Mitchell. Mitch. I just, Mitchell. I Mitchell. love the theory of Mitchell Trubisky, <laughs> but I I like I have to see it. I don't know. We're all like the ten god. It's fun. Yeah. It it's is like fun. and it's gonna be he's gonna throw a bunch of picks and we're gonna make excuses for it. And it's I don't think be he fine, throws a ton of picks because I really I don't think not. they're gonna put him in a situation where he can throw a ton of picks. He'd have to throw some horrendous picks. He's gonna be in bootleg. He's gonna be throwing a bunch of fucking screens. He's gonna be throwing to Tariq Cohen all the time. Yeah. He's gonna be hitting Trey Burton on really easy three, four, a lot five of confidence yard outs. building routes. Yeah, like I mean, I, I don't for him to throw a lot of picks, like sixteen picks is a ton of picks. He'd have to be Showing that he could five, six, seven step drop and go down the field, and I just don't think they're going to do that, especially with the two the two great backs that we have. Well, the, and then for what you just said, that's why I probably don't see the twenty three touchdowns. Right? Yeah, it's definitely a trade off. It's going right? to be safe. So if they're right. playing a lot of safe stuff, just building up his confidence, fine. That's that's fine with me. Um, but then I don't see twenty three touchdowns. Twenty three touchdowns of the grand screaming thing isn't a ton, but that would mean he would have to open it up. Those numbers are the theory of Mitch Trubisky that like, yeah. we're all in love with. Sure. I just am like, we've seen this movie before. A hundred percent. I'm still there. I just, yeah. I, and, I, and again, man, I don't think the rest of the team is necessarily where, where it needs to be yet. I mean, I think that this is a work in progress. And, and I don't think we need to get, this is our problem. We get so excited about all this because like, yeah, a quarterback, you know, a real life quarterback. Wow. And it's like, now we're going to win 10 games because... Trubisky is going to take this huge leap in year two because he has to be like Jared Goff. And it's like, no, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let him develop. And it's Chicago. So half the people were already calling into the radio the other day from the preseason game where he threw three passes or four passes and they were ready to cut him and he's not he's not the next Tom Brady and whatever. Yeah. And then the rest of us are going to like ride this forever like we did with Jay Cutler and it's never going to be his fault. Still, I'm and still rocking with Jay. We weren't even ready to give up <laughs> Jay until he said he was a Trump supporter. Yeah. So we're like... That was the well, last straw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and top, that was like last year. You so. can't throw 25 picks and then and be a Trump supporter. That's just exactly. not going to work. So... Hopefully Mitch doesn't have that. We were rocking but, with you until uh, Mitch yeah. is from the middle of Ohio. He might he might rock with yeah, the Trumper. Yeah. No catch up, Chicago. Let's rotate to the Cubs. They got mashed today, seven zero. Struggling hitting the rock, struggling starting pitching, really struggling with pitching. Quintana th- threw Ryan Braun two of the fattest hanging curveballs. I've seen in a while, and Ryan Braun did not make any mistakes. He hit, he hit them both out, both plus four hundred feet, both two run homers, and he was talking shit when he did it. He yelled in the dugout through his he, he bat. Sh- he should never be allowed to talk shit to anybody ever. I hate. I know me and you, Jamie, were talking about this before. I hate Ryan Braun, but I love him because you need a villain in like that inner, inner conference, inner division race, like. He's the person you can hate, and it'll make it a lot more fun throughout this race that 
we're about to go down. I hate him so much. He's probably my most hated person in Major League Baseball. Brian Ron, but like, wow. yeah. Oh, I hate him so much. Why? When he like came this year, he came like pretended he didn't catch the ball, but he caught the ball, and like I don't know all his like Lance Armstrong situation. <laughs> I just hate it. <laughs> the Lance Shooting Armstrong. Up all those I don't even care about the steroids. I just care that he like <laughs> fought it when he obviously did it, and yeah. like had all these people trying to support him. I just hate him. But I think it's clearly like one of those people. If he's on your team, you love him, and if he's not. You hate him, but I like kind of hate him more than even those people. He's like just, I like Bryce Harper more than him. Right, he's just that. I love Bryce. I Harper fuck with Bryce him. Harper. Yeah. Super tough. He uh, he's about to be a cut in a Cubs uniform anyway. So but Ryan Braun has him. swagger, and you need more of that in Major League Baseball. He does so have, that is the part that I understand. Yeah, he does have swagger, and I'm. You need that villain. Like when I see the uh, anybody else on the Brewers, like I I don't like the Brewers because they're the Brewers. They're forgettable. But, like though. I hate Ryan Braun. Yeah. So like they, he makes me like. When I'm watching them, I, I have so you someone. you have to tune in. Yes, yeah. and I have someone to be like, yo, fuck that guy. Yeah. I hate him. We need to bust these dudes. And they need more of that in Major League Baseball. So yeah. that I'm fine with. I just fucking hate that guy. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Um, Ben Zrobist, we got mashed today. It was one of those things. It was a runaway. Everything was going wrong. Yeah. It was 5-0 after the third. I believe it was the third or the fourth. But Ben Zrobist got kicked out of the game today. And Ben Zobers doesn't get kicked out of shit. Right. Like, he's probably never been kicked out of the bar, let alone the a Major League Baseball game. His first ejection ever. And that's his first ejection ever? First ejection of wow. his of his career. He had a he had a um a strike call he didn't agree with. Asked the umpire after it happened. Umpire didn't want to hear it. Then in between innings, as people went to go they, they went to switch to go play D, he went and came and talked to him again. And the ref threw him out, or the umpire threw him out. Ben was like, this is, basically, he asked him about the strike call. He wasn't having it. And then Ben was like, this is why we need electronic umpires. The umpire was not having that shit, so he threw him (laughs) out, right? Where are we with umpires and, like, the, the, where are we with the electronic situation? How do you guys feel about that? And where are you with umpires just never admitting to being wrong ever? Like, no matter what, they're like, like I've seen them go back and watch tape. The only time I've ever seen an umpire come out and say they were wrong was that perfect game. I was just, Galarraga. Galarraga. Yeah. Um, I was literally just about to say Where Joyce time. was like, I, I missed, I fucked I really up that messed call. that up. But that's yeah. like wow, one of That the, was surprising. Yeah. yeah. He did that come was, out right after. He's yeah. like, I feel terrible. Yeah. That yeah. was like the only time I've ever seen an umpire be like, yeah, I missed that. Yeah. One. Like yeah. what's so what's what's so wrong about being like yo I mean, you, like I guess it's a hundred and sixty two game season and after regular season games you're asking me about a, a called third strike in the seventh inning in the six zero game get out of my face yeah, get out I of here. get that but like just the grand scheme of like they just don't like why not be like yo I missed that I think that might have been a little low and outside I think it would go a long way with the players because then you but then you open yourself up to criticism on every call that you make going mm-hmm. forward because you're the guy that admitted that you were wrong but but what I'm saying is I'm not for a regular season game game 130 in the seventh <sighs> inning you ring a guy up but like even in the playoffs even like big big situations like yo I fucked that up I missed that I like, don't think what's baseball would that? let him do that. Now you're getting at the integrity of the sport. Yeah. Now you're saying like, okay, these game changing calls, like, yeah, we were wrong. It's cool. You still lost though. Mm. I, guess I, didn't think I don't about think that. they can do that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they can either. 
And I definitely don't want someone at my job being like, yeah, that one thing you did the other day, yeah, that wasn't cool. Right. But it's to the point right now where they don't speak to anyone. They don't They don't say to – players are asking them what, like, where did you see that? They don't say shit. You're wrong. Get out of my face. Well, do you said what? Go to, Go ahead and go take a shot. Are they obligated to explain their calls to players? I mean, and I'm not, I'm not, not going against the players right now. I'm just asking, like, are they obligated to explain their calls to play? I yeah, mean, if you were yeah, ump, apparently not. if you were ump, would you feel inclined to have to explain your decisions to players? Do you want to be that ump that's constantly explaining himself? Because that's your take on things? Like, no, who what would want to do baseball that? Baseball looked at it like they do in the NBA with the last two minutes. Like, yeah, that was a bad call. It doesn't change anything. It's like a independent source saying it. Those L2, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, that also is annoying. It's annoying, know. man. That shit bothers me when they come out like, with those reports. That? It's kind of like, oh, you admit you're wrong, but the final scores stay the same. Right. It doesn't change anything. Yeah, but it's still a human. There's a human element to this shit, though. It's still a human. It's still humans calling the game. And they're like, yo, we missed that. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't get that. I'm. It's just part of the game. Yeah. Right. But here's the report. It's part of the game. Like, that, that, that shit's final. But yo, here's the report. We fucked up here, here, and here. I don't have, I don't see what the problem is with that. But I didn't think about the integrity of the game and that type of thing. Yeah. Either. I don't believe in the electric ump situation either. No? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not with that at all. I don't. Why? I'm, I'm good. It's too much, man. We we need human umpires. We don't want to have. They a should computer. put a fucking wiffle ball. The the the, the silver the sheet strike zone. That would be sick. <laughs> and then, like when it hit and make a loud ass noise, people <laughs> have to walk off. That'd be that'd be sick. I could rock with that. Are you for the so you're for the electronic ump? I don't know. I'd have to see. What How would it that even like. work? Yeah, I'd have to see I what think it the strike like. zone is like predefined. So they're pretty much yeah. I don't like yeah, the way that, that the plane works for a touchdown in football. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to see how it worked. But I think, like, I think that wiffle ball shit is sick. Like, when you see that one of those wiffle ball dudes throw one of those ridiculous pitches and the dude gets frozen and hits that. You know what I'm talking about? No, not not really. I know wiffle ball. I, don't <laughs> okay, know. I laughed, so, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I like about a foil screen or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, yeah. And like, no, no, no. It's like wiffle ball <laughs> leagues. They have the strike zone, but it's like ball league. This is new to me too. You know, like the wall ball where you put that like the square on the wall. Yes. Yes. In wiffle ball, it's just like a silver pane. But where are there wiffle ball leagues? Strike, um, dude, all over. There's cornhole leagues. There's everything. Oh man, I didn't even know. Go look up. Go look up like some wiffle ball like best wiffle ball pitches. Dude, shit's must-see YouTube shit. <laughs> Some highlights. Yo, so there's like this one dude who's like the man's in the wiffle ball circuit? Yes, like, yes. There's okay, like you, you know Scooter Johnson, Johnson, man? He's yeah, crazy. Nah, you should check that Those out. are 30. I'm dead serious. Russian dash cams, wiffle ball videos. All right, let's do That's it. That's your night. Yeah. Before we, let's gonna move <laughs> off these Cubs in a second, but I want to get your take on this uh, Bodie situation with the Grand Slam and him doing his thing. And eventually, Chris Bryant's going to come back, and they're going to have to kind of move and shake people quickly. What do you think they should do when Chris Bryant comes back? It's not for a while, but does Addison Russell have to? Who is it? Is it one of those things where whoever's struggling the most is just going to have to sit? I don't know. That's tough. I think Bodie probably has to sit. I don't think Addison he's Russell been, can move. I know yeah. he's been so good. Right. I think. And I'm like an Addison Russell hater, but. He's been around. He's been in the World Series. I don't know. Yeah. I I'm a, you gotta I'm go a with that. Addison Russell hater just because I'm a Manny Machado lover and I thought <laughs> we should have went and picked him up. But, but yeah, anyway. 
What do you do there? I guess it's a good problem to it's have. It's a great a problem to have. Yeah, you're bringing back an MVP, and you got to find a place to put him because your other players are playing well, and you got so much talent. But that was always the problem. I mean, they have so many position players that are good. You know, it's a problem it, yeah. going into the year. It's like, what do we do with Russell? What do we do with Baez? What do we do with these people? You know, and it's kind of like, it's a no. No one feels bad for the Cubs for being in this position. I think it's one of those things where yo Madden likes to flip and flop all these people anyway, yeah. and run yeah. a ton of folks. Keep them up. Figure out a way to keep them all up and rotate them all in and get yeah. them get them at bats like he does with everything else. Yeah, can he they do that in the playoff roster? Yeah, I don't. It, it depends. I think that's know, what it changes. Yeah, then it goes into how many. I mean, yeah, definitely do keep. that for the rest of the season. But right. then it goes into how many pitches you're going to keep and all that yeah, type you know, of stuff. Too too bad none of them can pitch. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Too bad none of them can pitch. When I when I say Quintana, let up like two of the like biggest hangers I've ever seen. Yeah. Like like back to back at bats, and he mashed them. They were crazy. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Lester's starting to slow up now after he started super hot. You Darvish is not back yet. The pitching is a major issue because the major playoffs issue. are all about pitching. Those those bats go cold. You need to have the pitchers, and the Cubs don't have that right now. Brewers are what I think one back now. St. Louis is only five back. They're like eighteen and <sighs> six since the break away. or something like that. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I'm not that scared of the Brewers. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's because I like because never am, and never they done, always we've never if done, it was yeah. the Cardinals, I, but I'm probably be wrong. But. Right, they've never done shit for us to be yeah. worried about them, so we don't worry about them. No catch up, Chicago. All right, let's talk about Very Cavallari. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, this is why I invited myself yes. on your podcast. <laughs> talk. How do you do? You need a tissue, quick. No, I'm good. <laughs> we can find you one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm we fine. Can get no, you one, G. Yeah, I'm gonna find you. I've been like on and off sick for like three weeks, and now I'm just kind of getting over it. I apologize to right, people. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> you know, we, we give you nothing but you real over bitch. here. Yeah, I mean, we can use, use this bare down towel. I got I you. Got you. <laughs> I can use this W flag behind me. <laughs> it's looking kind of tissue like. Yeah. Anyway, very Cavallari. This is like one of the best things I have going for me in my life right now. I've, Kristen Cavallari's show. Is, is it Cavalry? Am I saying Ca- it wrong? Cavalry, Cavalry, same shit. It's Cutler. Cutler, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Tell me how you feel about the show. How do you feel about her in general? So I, guess I how... like her. I don't know. Yeah. Some people hate her, but we were like the perfect age, grade. I don't know. Time frame for Laguna Beach. So remember that Laguna Beach course, was yeah. like. So I think like my freshman year of college, maybe. Laguna Beach was popping. I can't yeah, remember. it kind of came on the scene. Was to- like the biggest reality show since Real World was on, and we were like prime age for it. They were our age, and it was amazing. She was like the villain on that, but I liked her. She's from Chicago, yeah. grew up in Barrington, like went to Laguna Beach for her senior year. She's got a badass attitude, and I just I don't know. I kind of like her. I've been waiting for the show for months. Like, follow her on Instagram. Like, talk about her cookbook. I knew about this. I was waiting for it. I didn't know how much Jay was going to be involved. And that took it to, like, a whole nother level. For sure. The Cutler, the cutler aspect of it is, uh, that that's why I watch it. They said 100%. he wasn't going to be on it. And then I think it was just too good. I think the producers saw him and were like, yo, this dude just doesn't give a fuck so much that we need to have him on the show because we need to showcase somebody like this. And he was like, fine, whatever. Well, and we I'm were not, robbed of him on the broadcast booth on Fox. Yeah, and yeah. We went back oh to Miami gosh. for ten million. So watching, he's like, cool. I don't need to do that. Watching this makes me really wanted to want to see him in the booth because I could not picture for him caring about something for three hours. 
Straight. Like, imagine him with, like, a bad game, too, but, like, the second half, he's just... On the show, Jay's he doesn't care done. about anything for three minutes. That's what I'm saying. So, like, could you imagine yeah. him calling a game, like, doing the Romo breakdown of play type thing? Like, hell no. Yeah. He's like, this sucks. That guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just don't see how that was ever even a possibility. No. Like, can you how can you picture him interviewing for that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, cause you, don't you have to do like a test? Yeah. They, like, they, cause cause Witten was talking about like how he had to do like a test run for his new Monday Night Football, like a test game. Is Witten doing Monday Night Football now? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Well, Whitten that's a bigger Night. job Where have I because been? Jake Heller sure. was going to be on like Fox Regional yeah. at noon, yeah. which is still which a big is still job. Fun. But yeah, he would have been doing some Bears games. Yeah. So no, I mean, the Bears preseason game was supposed to be his first one. Anyways, so we were good. robbed of this. Yes. Yeah, so so now we have very Cavalieri. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I think she's cool. I like her swagger. I I think I I love the way she dresses. Yeah. I think she can dress very well. Um yeah, and colors must see TV always. Always, man. He he's so he's so good on that show, it's unbelievable. Well um everyone when that first episode came on. Everyone was talking about it. They were talking about it on the Cubs broadcast. They were talking about it on the news. He was trending. It was all yeah, over Twitter, yeah. and everyone's like, who knew? We all we knew. We all knew. Yeah. We all knew it was going to be amazing. If you ever listen to like, the Jay Cutler show, like he's he's a funny guy, too. And the thing I like about Jay Cutler is like he's not pretending to be an asshole. Like, that is 110% his personality. Like He does not care. He I told remember, like Martz, tell him I said fuck yeah, him when he Martz wanted to hand the ball off. Legendary. <laughs> yeah. He looked up from midfield, looked up at the press box and said, fuck you, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's legendary. Mike Mars ruined that. Man. Mike Mars is terrible. Damn, that's crazy. Um, no, I mean, I, I just think he's hilarious, man. Like the way he treats her friends, like he just couldn't be any less. He doesn't even try to fake it when like her friends, coworkers, whoever come over. Like he he's wouldn't just, say hi. Not yeah, he wouldn't even say hi. Doesn't say goodbye. I think that was the clip that got everyone into the yeah. show because they released that where her, her girl, the girls that work at the store, walk in and she's like, "Be nice," and he's like, "I'll be neutral." I'll be yeah. neutral. Neutral. Doesn't say shit, and then they leave, <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, I'm better with buys." <laughs> and everyone was like whoa, whoa wait i gotta watch this show show set in nashville yeah, yeah. everyone loves nashville i need to get down i there. was just there like, a couple weeks ago nashville is decent real yeah. nice yeah. yeah i like it a lot he was like if you like bachelorette parties you'll be all over it yeah i mean they knew he said that he knew he wanted to raise a family there like when he was playing down there at vanderbilt yeah um this town is a must-see i guess I've never heard anything anyone say a bad word about it. It's Nashville. good, man. Good food. Yeah, it's a fun town for sure. Yeah. When we were down there, we were trying to find his house, but it was too far out, so we, d- we didn't go. But yeah. <laughs> That's because on the show, he's like, yeah, today I think I'm going to go get a house. Yeah, he just buys a house. Like, yeah. And they're like, no, he's, you're not. He's like, no, nah, I think I'm going to get a house. Yeah, he's, he's, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's great. Yeah, I, I think I think that we need more Jay Cutler. I think he should have his own spinoff show where they just follow him around, whatever he does all day. Um, shout out Jay Cutler, man. It's, it's well, gold. Well, she said that he's now super into it. He didn't want to be on it. I think they just, like, caught him being himself. Yeah. And now everyone, like, actually likes him for this. And he's like, well, wait. When yeah. are we filming? What right. are we doing? Let, right. me, let me get some pub off this now. Oh, people like me again now for a sec? 
Somebody had a tweet. I think it was Robert Mays that was like, the show would be significantly funnier if my regular adult life wasn't mostly a reality show about Jay Cutler, though significantly less funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. thought that was <laughs> Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, like, yeah, like that actually is my life. Yeah, but I now I have, have this. to follow this cat for years, then maybe this would be a little funnier. Problem with the show is that the girls are fucking brutal. They are terrible. Oh my God. The redheaded awful. chick is the worst character in the history of Yo, and Horrible. Her, and her teeth look like your shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, facts. I thought she had like a mouthpiece in. There's something with her mouth. Oh, it's, her, it's bad. Her neck is also like this long too. She's like a velociraptor. <laughs> oh man, she's so, taking a beating, but she is brutal. They all terrible. are. They have nothing going on. No, it's awful. I fast forward through them most of the time, unless so yeah, Jay is on. I've been watching on demand, so I can't fast. Forward. Like, like they when got, they, got my, they got my That's feature tough. jammed up. When That's she was interviewing all the girls for the uh, for like the next sales associate at her job or whatever, and like Jay shows up, it's just gold. Oh my god. Do you want me to go get the next person? She's like, yeah. He's like. I don't think I want to do that. And then he looks off camera and points to one of the assistants and just goes. <laughs> well, in this most this recent episode, she was taking all these chicks to Florida and he's like, oh, so you're leaving again? And she's like, well, you were gone for five months in Miami. Remember that? And he's like, I was getting $10 get million. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think she was tripping when she came at him. Like, you need to get a job. I'm like, hold on. Like, I've been working. Like, I'm chilling right now. I just picked up an easy 10 million from Miami. Like, Made a hundred million with the Bears. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm not oh, gonna do. He anything. wants to do the opposite. He goes. I want to do the opposite of yeah. work, which is a great quote. He's so he shoots out even like I've saw. I'm, I'm not gonna flex. Like I've seen every episode. I've only seen. I watched like the first one. I saw the. I saw one in the middle, and I saw the last one where she was super slapped. That like, one didn't have enough bar. Jay, but yeah. that was funny that she was black. Yeah, there. you saw the first one, right? You said. But yeah, I saw the first one. Like she gives him that every once in a while. Like I don't need you. Like. I have my own. Like, I love... I'm, I'm with you because I love you, not because I need, like... She makes money. Yeah, so, like, she kind of lets him so, know, like, yo, like... You guys are on the Kristen has more money than J-Train? No, I'm not. Eli, Eli told me I feels, think that she might. Really? Jay never did any endorsements. How much money did he make in football? $100 million. Two, $200 million? $100 million? Probably 100 something. In change, yeah. Yeah. She has all the reality money. She's got her lines that keep going. She does E. She's got her cookbooks. She has Uncommon James. She's yeah. got her shoes. <laughs> She's best-selling author and shit. Yeah. I don't Are know. her shoes popular? I don't know anything about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The problem with her stuff is that I think it's just overpriced for the quality gotcha. of it. It's cute, but She's... I would like I would be the prime person to have a lot of it, and I don't. Gotcha. So you're not you're not copping the uh, what is it Chinese laundry? No, I don't have the shoes. I don't have any of the jewelry. If you go to Nashville, would you go to Uncommon James? I don't now, think so. Maybe. I bet you this is helping her show out. I mean, her store oh, out a lot gee, for sure. Course. Yeah, people are going yeah, over there to see if you can catch any of these people who probably don't actually work there. Well, yeah. you can catch when they do all these promos for their spring line, or they're like, it's really exciting that Uncommon James has homeware now. Right. Like they do all this shit that's like pretty. Uh, pretty promotional but i love the show i want i think her and jay they'll end up just doing their own show it's gonna become like a jessica and nick newlyweds type thing because e. everyone's kind of done with the kardashians like i don't know people probably watch it but i think if they get rid of the girls it could be a big show for sure and um yeah like you said like a newlyweds type thing until jay decides he doesn't want to do it 
and stop showing up for yeah, filming. Yeah, that's true. Because he's because he's likely to do that. If he doesn't want to do it, there's no like negotiation. He's just gonna stop showing up, just like the Jay Cutler show on ESPN 1000, where he just decided he wasn't gonna do it anymore. <laughs> and they would talk about on the radio like Jay had a contract with us, like we paid him to do this, and he just decided to stop showing up. So whatever. Yeah. Let's jump to this trending Twitter stuff. Uh oh. What first of all, wait, before I jump to that, when does this Cavallari come on? Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. Oh, she's on the prime. It spot. also could be thirty minutes, not an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Really all those shows. About yeah. It. it could be thirty well, minutes. If you not cut an out hour. the dumb girls, like, <laughs> and just leave it to Jay and Kristen, Jay. we're good to and go. His deer cams. Yeah, his deer cams. He sits around on the last one. Cam. He was getting really athletic, chasing these chickens around. Kind of <laughs> forgot about like how he can Jay's, run. Jay's got some wheels. Yeah. Jay could definitely move. Yeah. Should Jay still be in the league? Could, I guess he doesn't want to be in the league. He doesn't want to he be in the league. Definitely doesn't want to be in the league. He's like, I'm out. He's on his mellow shit. He's kicking it, man. I don't know. Someone could call him this year and give him another ten million. The, I'm not sitting on the bench. If someone came with another ten million, he's 100 percent going to go back out there. But yeah, I don't. I don't think he wanted to go back last year. But that money was too good. That was a guaranteed ten million with like what a half a training camp, if that. And he played terribly. Yeah, he played terribly. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did play back. Oh, uh, is this this Dwight? What is he talking about? Throw me up really quick. Oh, yeah, Dwight. <laughs> I want to talk about this. I thought because me, me and Jamie got a background in, like, the advertising space. I want to get your thoughts on this. So Cleveland fans, Bud Light is doing a promo. They're setting up coolers all around the city where if they get a win or when they get their first win. Oh, I saw this today. They unlock a, a cooler full of beer and they get to check it out, basically. Wait, what is this? It's coming up here. It'll come up in a second. There it is. So, obviously, Cleveland, they haven't, the Browns haven't won a game in forever. So, Bud Light's doing a promo where when they get their first win, this will unlock. And they're, like, they're at like four or five different establishments. Gotcha. When that opens up, or when the, when the Browns get a win, that'll open up and you get free beer. I thought it was a great idea. I think it's awesome. Great for whatever bars got those fridges. That's super pub. That's, That's gonna have you have you packed till about week ten. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna do more than that though. They're gonna have cameras in these bars and yeah. they're gonna have the people yeah. on the It's a commercial. It. It's a commercial yeah. for and sure. They're gonna have all this content all over Twitter. It's awesome. I think that's it's a genius. great campaign. It's a great idea. I, lo- I love that. Whoever thought about that, shout out to them. That's a that's yeah. awesome. And they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win early. Well, they got Tyrod playing, so you know that's gonna bring some W's. Tyrod Taylor. Car carrying member. <laughs> he is a car carrier. Yo, tell the folks about car carrying member that so, don't know. So we got the black quarterback club. You know, it's an esteemed group of uh, individuals that I support um, that are, you know, some of the African-American quarterbacks in the league. So we got uh, Mike Vick was actually, we talked about this last year. Mike Vick used to be very well, much the up there. Achievement, but right? uh, after yeah. he made the dumb comment about Kaepernick having to cut his hair, we did, we yeah. did boot him out. Yeah, we, brought the, out, we totally. brought the Apollo Sandman and we we rushed him <laughs> off the stage very quickly. But uh, we got some good guys in there. We got Tyrod. Jameis is no longer with us. Um, we had to get rid of Jameis. Cam. Uh, Cam Newton is damn near president. Yeah. Um, Russ Wilson. We did let him in. You know, we we gotta have. Oh, uh, you did. Oh yeah, Russ is Russ. Gee, is, Russ led the league in touchdowns last year. Yeah, and he's got Sierra. So Russ is and he's, Russ is out here. He's Russ out here. Is definitely in there. He's out here shaming future left and right. Like where future <laughs> was future was talking shit, and then Russ posted a picture on Instagram like my family where he had his arm around future's son, which I thought was the ultimate flex. Like we knew what Russ was doing with that. That's fair. Um, 
But yeah, man, just a, just a talented group of individuals, man. The Who black quarterback a, club. Who's like a potential for this year? Who's trying out? Uh oh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson. My Teddy guy from Kansas City. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. That's for the light skins out there. Yeah, <laughs> we got Patrick sure. Mahomes, super light skin. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, he's Mahomes out there. Is definitely coming. Um, you know, Kaepernick stays in the group, obviously. Um, who else Teddy do we Bridgewater got in there? I don't know. I'm not, not with. I'm yet. not. I'm not with Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater, Winston. <laughs> those dudes are corny. Uh, Winston's a whole lot of other things yeah. that I don't get down with That's at this podcast. point in time. Yeah, it's a whole other podcast over there. But what about um, the dude that was on the Patriots and then? Oh, Jacoby Brissett yeah. is 100 percent in the club for how he finessed the starting job out of Indiana, <laughs> Indianapolis last year. True, for sure. Just by being the third string quarterback on the Patriots, my man got to start 16 games in the league last year. We got some, you know, some guys who used to be in the league. Seneca Wallace was a card carrier member for a while. <laughs> Tavares Jackson still has his card. Didn't T-Jack like Tavares Jackson? T-Jack started the club. Tavares Jackson stayed in the league for a long time. I rock with Tavares Jackson, but yeah, those those are the guys. Cam Newton is is at the top of the list, though. And we actually had an interesting Cam debate this week on the the little group chat a few days ago. But yeah, Cam is definitely in it, man. Uh, who else? I know I'm missing somebody that I love. Dude, there's so many, bro. We can't that's, even. That's that are starters right now. Um, Seneca Wallace is one that's. Love Seneca. <laughs> <laughs> Loved him at Iowa State. He's great. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on. Anything you want to drop on us before? How many How many wins do the Bears get this year? Oh, yeah. This, Seven. this is a lit off household. So this Seven, and that's kind of high. Seven. Eli is somewhere just. Eli's like at 12 sick. to 14. Yes. He's sick I'm, right I'm now. I'm so ready. <laughs> What do you? What did you? You know, I forget what you had. I'm I'm at like eight, eight or nine. The whole firm I honestly five. believe that Minnesota's uh, is obviously the shit. They're gonna be really good. They have an offensive line trouble, but they're gonna be really good. I don't think Green Bay is gonna be shit, and I think Detroit's whatever. Five wins. No way. I'll stick with seven. <laughs> done. Done. Jamie Lidoff, longtime homie, friend of the program. Glad you could come on. Thank you so much. Quick, you got anything else you got to say? That's all I got, man. We'll get you some tissues for next week. No <laughs> yeah, trip. Yeah, you know I'm out here. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. No Twitter because we don't have that many thoughts. I can't get thoughts off on my Twitter and the We, no we had a Twitter, Twitter for a while. So we can't but get Twitter's thoughts off. Twitter's tough to like maintain yeah, for man. a long period so of time. This is you what I'm saying. Yeah, Instagram. you just start reading shit. All day. No catch up Chicago everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify for the for the audio podcast only. Make sure you check out all those videos we just posted, man. Bleacher Bullies coming this week. The Pale Hose is coming this week for the Cubs and the Sox. We're locked, man. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up.